We're about to light up season three of Drifter's Sympathy on Feral Audio. Episode one is called Dawn of Individuation, which rolls the clock back to right when you decide who you want to be and the kinds of early decisions that, for better or worse, completely mold the rest of the shape of your life. Episode two is going to be called Loner Legends, sort of an attempt to define who the underdog really is and their role in history and culture and art. Season three drops on October 23rd. This is Emil Amos. Check out Drifter Sympathy on feralaudio.com. on the Mystic Party, Ryan Turek, a really nice jack-in-the-box, and Globsters. Hit it, Ghost DJ. Welcome to the Mystic Party, the world's premier crypto psychology show. I'm your host, Southern California's leading psychic, Bria Grant. And I'm your other host, Zane Grant, professor emeritus at University of Cairo, Long Beach. What does emeritus mean? Emeritus? Yeah, I think you're... Sure. You asked me that on a previous episode. Please check out episode... Please check out episode seven. See episode seven. And what did you say? I don't have really. Someone who's like an honorary professor. Mm. Well, congratulations on that. Very prestigious. Uh huh. Yeah. Congratulations on that. Thank you. How was your week? How was my week? It was wonderful. I explored the ancient tombs of many Egyptians in Long Beach. Oh, yeah, it's a very well-known Egyptian home in Long Beach. There, all the ancient pyramids were built. The original site of the Sphinx. That's right, and the aliens moved it to Egypt. Yeah. Well, today's a very exciting day. Um, we have a very special guest here. All of our guests are special. Let's not let's not mince words over here. Um, Ryan Turek. Hi. Hi. Oh, three people clapping for you. Including myself. Uh, four people clapping for you. Ryan. Hi. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Well, you've canceled twice, so do you want to talk about what's been keeping you so busy? <laughs> Life. Life. Life? I wish I was going into the catacombs of uh, Long Beach. Oh. And, uh, you know. But you're not. But I'm not. I haven't done that in a while. I'll take you there. <laughs> uh, this little website that I run called shocktillydrop.com pretty, uh, pretty not very little it's not very little yeah little in my mind how long have you no, been doing I, that i've been doing it for shock for seven uh seven years that's and a long time seven years and beyond that uh as a horror journalist guy because i don't know if there's a proper name for that uh mm-hmm. 14 years what was the first piece you ever published mm. Ooh, i think it might have been an interview with mike mendez director of the wow. convent wow. yeah that was back at creaturecorner.com which was an affiliate of chud.com Wow. Yeah. And then after that, I interviewed Mick Garris. And wow. then uh, started doing the news beat and interviews after that. 
Let me ask you a question. Yeah. If you had had a baby 14 years ago instead and you had a teenager, which would you be more happy with? Your horror career or your teenager? Um, my horror career. Okay. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Do you think of yourself as the Don Draper of horror? Uh, <laughs> I do not think myself that, but... Because that's going around. Is it? Yeah. No. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, and no, wait a minute. Is it because... No, you, just, like, you look like you go to the gym I, and you have like nice hair. Is it... Well, no. I was going to ask. Is it because I like to drink? Or oh, is oh, it oh. drink old fashions? Or is it because I have a history of like women in my way? <laughs> you do like old fashions. Old fashions and big women. No. <laughs> but do you... Because uh, you do like old fashions and you do I like do. to drink. I but I feel like you're a healthy person. I don't person. know. God, I'm saying I'd like to drink is terrible. Um, but don't uh, journalists just drink? No. Like you have well, these they drink to write. I drink to relax. Uh, uh, uh. Is that the wrong way to do it? I don't know. I don't uh, know yeah, no. I think that's the right way. Okay, cool. Um, but you have to as part of your profession. You gotta like schmooze with yeah, people. Like, give me the gossip on all the big horror movies. Yeah, hey, let me throw a fifty in here. Put it on my tab, and yeah, it's, it can be expensive being a horror, horror journalist. That's so true. Here's a fifty. Um, <laughs> hey, listen, man, that fifty can go to a record or a DVD. So true. Do you own a lot of DVDs? No. Okay. I sold all mine I many years too. ago when I was dating someone. Oh, I, I just said, think it's stuff. Huh? I don't like stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm anti-hoarder. Yeah, me too. That was a thing. But the thing is, though, I find it interesting that um, uh, it you know the amount of stuff uh, apparently quantifies how big of a horror fan you are. Yeah, that's or true. Or something like that. So it's yeah, I don't have much stuff, so I guess I'm not a horror fan. I think you probably are, since you're on a horror <laughs> website. Talk yeah. about Shark Till You Drop. SharkTillYouDrop.com is a uh, it is one of the leading horror websites. Um, it's a destination where you can go for the latest horror movie news, reviews, interviews, um, editorials. This year, we've geared uh, away from being just a news site because I think everybody can just do news now. Yeah, uh, there's just a, you know the difference between me doing this 14 years ago versus today is there's a lot more people doing it right that is because we all caught on we're all smart we all go and hey we can make a career out of writing about movies I have an movies. opinion about a movie and here it is here it is guys uh, I got a tumbler uh-huh. um, and uh, yeah and you know shock was one of these sites that um, was handed to me at, you know back in 2007 coming soon.net wanted a horror site so hmm. they said hey we don't have it yet but we need someone to operate it and oversee its um, development so I said okay sure that's so, so crazy to me that there wouldn't have been a horror site in 2007 like there, there weren't that many in 2007 well, there was, well yeah there was um, dreadcentral.com which I co-founded uh-huh. uh, bloody disgusting and then there's Fangoria and Arrow and Head. Uh, those are like the big ones. Right, right, right. Um, okay, so those were around in 2007. Yeah, yeah and okay. I was and I was at Fangoria at the time. Oh, okay. And, uh, and I was doing mostly print stuff over there. Gotcha. And um, <laughs> strangely enough, they didn't want me to do like full-time. I said, hey, give me an office. Like, give me an office. Let me create a West Coast branch of Fangoria. Yeah. Uh, let's do this up big. Right. Because you don't have a presence out here. It's all on the East Coast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, they were like, well, yeah. Yes, was that Tony? Tony, um, Tony, yeah, Tony was my uh, was my Obi Wan Kenobi over there huh. uh, because I mean, like, I, I went from going to conventions like you know uh, Weekend of Horrors and stuff like that, like oh, yeah. when I was a wee child, mm-hmm. and I would like sit there and like heckle. Like Mike Gangold and Tony would get up and be like, "All right, here's the latest horror news." So Tony Todd's gonna do a Candyman sequel. I'm like, "Yeah, whatever, Candyman." <laughs> 
And then, like, and then I'll, you know, four or four, four, 15 years later, I'd be the guy that was standing on the stage of a weekend of horrors telling people horror news or moderating something and then having people heckle me. So when so. people heckle you, do you love it or do you hate it? Do you um, feel like you deserve it? As someone who is a, as someone who is heckled on a monthly basis doing Dead Right Horror Trivia Night here in Los Angeles, sure. um, I take it. It's fine. Listen, yeah. I take, I take my job seriously. I like horror movies and I, I have a very strong work ethic. So yeah, people want to take the piss out of it. Why not? Why yeah, not? that's what my boyfriend was a big troller when he was young. Like he was really into trolling people's <laughs> big websites. Troller, he likes troller, to troll a lot. and he would write like really mean <laughs> things on people's websites. But now he like loves it when people do it to him. Like he thinks it's funny, and yeah. I'm like, that's so mean. I can't believe they'd write that. And he's like, oh, whatever. That's funny. They're being really clever. And yeah. like he, I don't know. It's I, I troll back. You know, I mean, like it's interesting because we have um, we have a comment board system on uh, that's been integrated on Shock since last year. It's the discuss system Mm -hmm. and that way you can like plug in via you know facebook or whatever so you have to have a profile people have to like out themselves no anonymous no anonymous so you know we we get trolled every once in a while and i'll see like you know why is this guy freaking writing horror movies he doesn't know anything because he like this and i was uh, and he'd like make some point about something and i'm like okay and i look at this guy's history and just see that he's been trolling on across oh, various sites oh you can catch him and yeah i caught him i caught one troll in the act because to he catch was a like, troller to catch a troll <laughs> and uh i called him out i was like dude i see your previous comment about you trolling about someone why are you trolling me you know or like i called him like captain i'm like well captain what about this <laughs> and he's like how old are you calling me captain that's passive aggressive i'm like don't troll yeah i am deleted you're yeah. one last question before we move oh, yes. on to the news sorry no i have several but go ahead. <laughs> okay. If you're the Don Draper, or <laughs> what you say? Would you say Tony Timpone is the Seinfeld of horror? <laughs> oh, no. Why Seinfeld? Maybe Why can't kinda... he be the guy from like Taxi? Oh. Or something. I don't know. Why can't he be Judd Hirsch from Taxi? Judd Hirsch is a good one. Mm. I, <laughs> I just like calling people the Don Draper stuff because I don't know if it's offensive or not. Oh, I thought that you thought you he actually looked like Don Draper. Yeah, no, like a little bit of a Don Draper vibe. Not at all. No. Okay, um, um, but I mean that is a great show. But I understand how people can take offense to it because Don's kind of a scumbag. Yeah, but he's the famous one of the show, <laughs> know, so maybe that's he's just a flawed saying. dude. Listen, he's just flawed. We all have needs. flaws. We all have issues. Yeah. We all have blonde wives we want to cheat on. Um, so talk about um. Talk about uh, horror trivia night at Jump Cut Cafe because that's a cool thing that happens in Los Angeles that people should know about. Yeah. Not that you guys can handle any more people being there. Jesus oh, no, we totally I'm always looking for new people. Dead Right Horror Trivia Night is a uh, monthly horror trivia event. I don't know where Zane is going right now. But <laughs> he's out. <laughs> he's he's um, out the podcast. It is uh, co-hosted by myself and Rebecca McKendry, and basically we pack the Jump Cut Cafe with like 70 people, um, like nice. 11 to 12 teams. And uh, for the course of two hours, we come up with eight categories, um, eight questions per category, and they're all themed around specific horror. But do people know the categories before they show up? No, they don't. Jesus Christ. And sometimes we won't even tell them before we begin. We'll just kind of keep them under wraps. But uh, it's very heated. gets really crazy. Uh, we have a lot of great prizes from various sponsors. And what stuff are like your that. favorite categories you've done? Um, I do horror poster taglines. That's one I like to revisit. Oh, that's so fun. I'll give you a tagline. You got to tell me the movie. Give us one time. right now. Oh, like you know, in space, no one can hear you scream or okay. stuff like that. That's uh, Alien. That yeah. is Alien. Yeah. What about this one? Popcorn. Buy a bag. Come home in a box. Popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I said, <laughs> said popcorn in the beginning. <laughs> 
Well, no, that's what it's. That's the... <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Um, but it's a lot of fun. And then also you do a podcast. I do a blood, uh, the bloodcast. You do a bloodcast. I do a bloodcast. Let's just call them bloodcasts from now on. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is when I start the bloodcast, I'm like, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> I mean, the bloodcast. Uh, the bloodcast is a horror podcast with uh, myself and Clark Wolf over at Geek Nation. You can find it on iTunes. Yeah. Um, and it's just us like riffing, you know. We have this great generational divide between the two of us because I'm like 37 year old, years old and she's in her 20s. And, yeah. you know, there's a lot of horror stuff that she loves and a lot of horror stuff I love. And then sometimes that clashes and it creates a what great do you, What does she love and you don't love? Well, she's really big on the paranormal activity movies. Ew. Really, <laughs> really big. <laughs> and what I respect that. freak. <laughs> I respect that. So sure, I'm just I like, understand right. that too. I understand But that. then like we had like a whole conversation about like horror movies that have held that not held up over the years or have held up and mm-hmm. I don't know there's been a few that would like she really Clark I'm sorry if you're listening to this she um she told me recently that she hated the Frighteners oh really and I was like what oh, that's a bummer really maybe because like it Frighters. doesn't hold up that well that holds up great does it I haven't watched it, it in a does. long time oh actually maybe we watched it a couple years ago mm-hmm. no Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've seen it in a long time. I haven't then. seen it in a long time. What else do you want to talk about? Anything else? Anything? This is the part where you plug before we start getting into the ridiculousness that is this show. <laughs> you can um, well, say anything you want. Yeah. Well, we've got a bunch of horror movies. I, I partnered. Uh, the Shock to Job partnered oh, with yeah. this company called The Orchard. Yeah. Uh, they're a distribution partner. And um, basically, they're the money guys. They're the guys who make things happen. Money guys. Um, I need to pay my rent. Can you give them a call? So they, yeah. So they, they came to me and they were like, hey, we want you to curate some horror movies for us. We oh. want you to be the tastemaker. You pick out some horror movies and we'll distribute them. Find unreleased horror stuff. And I was like, so basically, you want me to put on acquisitions, Captain? And they're like, yeah. Mm. So um, since last year, we put out a number of horror movies directly to VOD. And you can find them on iTunes and stuff like that. Uh, one was called Solo. Another one's called Bella Kiss. We recently put out uh, the 50 best horror movies you've never seen. I'm in that. You are in that. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Why wasn't I invited? You're never invited. I can, Talk name, to, I can name 50 horror movies that you've never seen okay, right go now. Go. And go. You got two seconds on the clock. Um, so we put that out. And then uh, this year we have. He uh, said no. <laughs> he knowed me. <laughs> he didn't yeah. think I could do it. He thought he was saving me. <laughs> but the truth of the matter is, I could do it. <laughs> Pigs. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen it. Oh, there we go. There go. So that was one. He already got one. one. Um, but uh, this year, we're this fall, we're going theatrical. Uh, we have uh, a movie called The Canal, which the we canal? picked up out of The Canal. It's a UK horror movie that uh, we picked up out of Tribeca. And um, we also have a movie called Missionary, Ooh. which is about a killer Missionary. Mormon. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. It's, oh. a, it's a kind of like a... Um, I won't it is a little fatal attraction esque, but it's basically about a single mom who's going through like this divorce and then like these two Mormon kids roll up at her door and one's hunky. Ooh. And then she like they are hunky she they gives like, him eyes, twist. he gives her eyes back, and then they sleep together. And then Ooh, because yeah. they've they've made this happen, then he's like, Jesus wants us together. Uh oh. Like, don't you break up with me. And then he goes batshit crazy. I like religious uh-huh. horror movies and yeah. I don't know if I've ever seen a Mormon religious horror movie. Yeah, he went nuts. And uh, it was directed by Anthony de Blasi. Who did uh, Clive Barker's Dread? Oh, Anthony hi. Bourdain. Anthony Bourdain. <laughs> Best uh, horror to, movie director there I is. I want to see a horror movie by that guy. He likes horror movies. <laughs> does he? He does. I watch uh, his show sometimes. Yeah. The one where he goes to various places. I'm waiting for the day that he goes to like some third world country and he encounters a bunch of cannibals and like Ooh. they just try human meat. I bet he seems like a badass. Um, I like that show. He's on the taste. <laughs> human meat. Taste. Human well, Ryan, yes. thanks for that intro. That yeah. was great. You're well, just like you're good at talking about stuff. I feel like we're ever gonna have a lot more for you to talk about. Um, but first, we do this segment of the show which we call um, news stories. 
really <laughs> clever name, News Stories, where we like to give unsolicited advice, and we like to play a little theme song that we found on the internet called Mystic Party to lead us into that. We have Ricardo here. Oh. So get excited about that. I'm getting excited. Just wait for it. That's cool. That's a pretty good song. Yeah, that's good. It's a pretty good song. Um, today we have Ricardo Newsy here to read some news stories. These are some paranormal news stories from throughout the entire world and known universe. And we're going to find out things and give them lots of unsolicited advice from Mystic Party. Ricardo? Hello, hello. Hey, Ricardo. How's everyone doing today? Oh, I'm good. Excellent. Excellent. News of the day. What news Maria is Grant what is news? good. <laughs> <laughs> Here's uh, the first story. It is a 14-year-old boy is alleged to have vomited mysterious objects, including bear checks, which is Zimbabwe's old currency. What is, is that word <laughs> you just said? Oh, oh I know. I, I, bear, bear checks. Yeah, it's a currency. Which is Zimbabwe's old currency, officially discarded in February of 2009. Some claim that witchcraft and Satanism are at work after the miners' disappearance and mysterious return a week ago. There are claims that more children in the area were being targeted. Strange things started happening after our neighbor sent my child to steal his brother's money. The child later confessed that the woman who lives next door had instructed him to steal money from her brother before she went on to threaten him with death for exposing her. Two days after the resident threatened him, he was kidnapped on his way to school and was released five hours later. We reported the matter to the police and also noted the resident's threats, she narrated. The woman added that they started seeing strange things at their house, which she believes were acts of witchcraft. I clearly pulled lines out of this story without like giving you context. But that's the mom who kept talking. Right. Um, and she said that he was like vomiting up stuff, including money. But he also had gotten kidnapped, maybe by the neighbor, who may be a witch or may not be. Or might have stuffed the money down his stomach. Maybe. Because wait, what happened? What did she do? What what did the neighbor say that he did? He like told on her. Yeah, strange things ha- started happening after our neighbor sent my child to steal his brother's money. Oh yeah, uh-uh. he had to go steal the money. That happened to me once. Expand. Uh, <laughs> I was investigating an old crone uh-huh. in the valley, actually, kind of near where you live. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I did take a few things from her house just for point purposes of investigation. Sure. And I end up throwing up a Confederate $1,000 bill. Wow, Confederate. This is really old. That's not like three years old. That's like hundreds of years old. Well, yeah, but you can still buy them. You can still buy them at souvenir stores. Oh, did you buy one recently? Was it legit? Did you puke up a legit one or was it a fake one? It was a real one. Mm. Well, there's like, I think that they're stockpiled ones because they're worthless. Are they worthless or are they worthy? Worth it, worth things. 
they're not they're not worth they're not worth <laughs> anything because it's a they're, they're not like money. for confederate there's not confederate collectors somewhere no because there's so much of it it's not rare oh, oh 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 so it's not a very good thing that happened to you no it was horrible um hmm okay well what did you do I took the money uh-huh. and I threw it away because it was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't you just frame it and put like above the frame a placard that says puke money? Puke money. Yeah. This is my my barf gold. Puke money. Um, Your birth gold? Barf gold. Oh, barf gold. I did. My barf gold. I, but I spelled it wrong. I spelled it P-O-O-K. Puke money. <laughs> this is my puke money. <laughs> Mom, um, here's my unsolicited advice to this woman in Zimbabwe. You need to quit worrying about witches and just start collecting that money. And maybe I'll da- but I, maybe you can spend it on something. I don't know. That seems like not a terrible thing to be puking up. If you're yeah. going to be puking up something, why not money? What to do with antiquated currency? That is good. That's good. Feed, Go. feed them to children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're a good snack. I tweeted that the other day. I said money should be edible. People really liked that tweet. <laughs> it was one of my more popular tweets in a while. They want to know what it would taste like. What if, if different currencies would be worth different things? I saw a bumper sticker this morning that says, "Why don't we all just get a longboard?" <laughs> <laughs> and I thought about Reginald Denny. Isn't that who said? That? Why don't we all just get along? Reginald. Was it Reginald Denny? Or who was the guy in the LA riots that got beat up real bad? Rodney King. Rodney King. <laughs> Rodney King said after the trial, why can't we all just get along? Oh. A longboard. Board. I thought you were going to say world, surf away. world peas, like the ones that W-H-I-R-R. It was kind of like that. Yeah, it was kind of annoying. That's super annoying. Ryan, do you have any uh, unsolicited advice for this guy who's barfing up some money? You know, honestly, I would put the kid in the cage and just let him keep going. Like a hen. Okay. You know, like a chicken like, oh, or like a, a hen. hen. Like, yeah. Just like kind of like... Put him in a, like a box, yeah, give and him. like a hole where he could puke the money out of. Oh, He'd become good. like an ATM machine. Oh, that's great! A worthless currency, and you could put it on the side of the cardboard box. Worthless currency. Uh, but could sell it like a, people got to put real money in there though to get the. Honestly, currency. I mean, when it comes to witchcraft, guys, I mean, we all know what you need to do, right? You just go next door and you set the witch on fire. Like those, yeah, that's true. Just set that set that bitch on fire. <laughs> like those enchanted penny machines at the carnival where you pay a dollar and then it crushes a penny that you oh, supply. Yeah. Yeah. Turns into a shape. Yeah. Or you do something you sit a thing in it and there's like a chicken like plays a piano. Do you remember these? Am I the only person who's seen these on the side of the road where there's like a machine? Did I dream this? It's a real <laughs> no, chicken? What? Yeah, it's a real chicken and it's like in a cage and you like put money in and the chicken like plays the piano. It's like bang 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 and then like you it, <laughs> and that's what it does. Oh. You guys have never seen this. Zane, no. you're with me when I saw this still. Is this in the South? Yeah. This oh. is in the South. My chair is so uncomfortable. Ugh. Sorry. You look like you're like five. <sighs> but then I'm really short. It's just so many problems. All right. Ricardo, next news story. Let's all do right, it. All right. All right. We got a story here titled Wu Tang Affiliate Rapper Explains Why He Cut Off His Own Penis in Suicide Attempt. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> A combination of depression, marijuana, and a book about monks and vasectomies led a Wu-Tang Clan-affiliated rapper to cut off his penis and jump off his second-story balcony in an unsuccessful suicide attempt. But Andre Johnson told TMZ he is doing well, and his penis is reattached and fully functional. Oh, Franken-penis. Wait a second. He cut off his penis and then jumped? Yeah. What do you think? You jumped and then he cut it off? (laughs) Did he jump because he'd cut off his penis? 
Oh, no, we're going to get to that. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. I thought you were done. No, Hold no. your horses. <laughs> a member of the Wu-Tang affiliate Killer Bees told the website he was upset because he was unable to see his two daughters the morning he leapt off the balcony of the North Hollywood apartment in the early morning of April 16th. Or hood. The artist, who is also known as Christ Bear, was seen getting on his feet after a fall and running around by neighbors before being taken to the hospital for treatment. Johnson told TMZ he is unable to see his daughters and has another child on the way because of a restraining order. On that night, he told the website he was smoking marijuana and reading a book about monks and vasectomies. Feeling the world was collapsing around him, he decided to take matters into his own hands, the site reported. But the rapper said he underwent plastic surgery and his penis was reattached. He said he has full functionality, but may not be able to have any more children. Wait, but he said why he did it. Yeah, this is actually a different story than the one I read, because I read this too. And the one I read, uh, I can pull it up, but it's basically saying how he was having uh, remorse and regret that his penis were the, was the devil and demons along that side, along oh, those lines. That's so it was like what a it devil. was. But um, let, me, let me find that. No, I, I think that's The penis was the devil. His mm-hmm. being, oh, that, it's that, a, that makes this story. Your, I was like, well, it's not paranormal, but that is paranormal. If a part of your body has become into a demon, he says, cut it off, cut just it off. like in the Bible. If your left hand offends you, cut it off, Cut it off, yeah. lest your entire body go to hell. That's true. Zane just quoted the Bible. Yeah. Whoa. Zane, are you a Satan? I who knows the Bible better mm, that's than right. Satan that himself? Is true. <laughs> that's in the Bible. I, d- I also just quoted the Bible. Wow! Wow! Double so penis. let me ask you guys: What would it take for you to cut off your own penis? <laughs> Important question for the table. Um, I've got one. Okay. Parasite. Oh, okay. Like something I saw like wriggling in the hole Ooh. and like something I mean this would have to be like full on sci-fi parasite like wriggling its way up it's coming there. up and then it's gonna get into your body maybe think like that Star Trek 2 earworm thing okay yeah like okay. getting in there they okay. have those in the Amazon River yeah yes. those uh, fish yeah. yeah that happened to like Eric Stoltz and Anaconda oh yeah but yeah. it went wait a minute did it go in his penis or did it go in his throat I don't remember uh, I don't remember, <laughs> remember Anaconda that well that's a good one Zane <laughs> under what circumstances would you cut off your penis How much money are we talking about? <laughs> There's an amount of money. Is it your money? Mm, like $60,000. Because I have a feeling after we answer these questions, we're going to have to <laughs> follow through. Pony up. Well, I have no you a that- parasite. I have a parasite here waiting for you. Zane, I have a pile of cash. You really should have gone with cash right <laughs> But at least I know it's going to get reattached. So you can just pull the parasite out and then uh, Frankenpenis it. That's true. That's yeah. true. Frankenpenis, that works? They're still functional? Uh, do you not remember a little man named... John Wayne Bobbitt. <laughs> John Wayne Bobbitt. Is that his name? Yes. Mm-hmm. John Wayne. And then he became a porn star. I'm looking at you. But if he can't reproduce anymore, best porn star ever. If he can't reproduce anymore, is it still a penis? Mm. Oh. That is so... Ouch. Oh, hey. Hey. It is still a penis. Come on, guys. Yeah. I was asking legitimately. I wasn't making a statement. <laughs> Zane Grant makes statement on Mystic Party. <laughs> <laughs> is it still a penis? If you can't. Uh, what a, what can't can a man argue if you are making babies every day? <laughs> Dude, penis is worthless. <laughs> Off the record, uh-huh. I have 
sired over 100 children. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if that was the right word. Sired yeah. children. Yeah, Seems like it could go a lot <laughs> Man, well... I don't know who this guy is, but it sounds like that his career could really... He's in a Wu-Tang affiliate <laughs> rapper. Wait, 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 How do you not know who he is? What was his uh, his alternate name? Christ, Christ Bear. Bear. Christ so Bear. I did find the, uh, the other article that had a little more information. Okay, go. So, yes, his quote is, yes, I was using drugs that night, but I was in complete control. He said, Doubtful. I cut it off because that was the root of all my problems. My solution to the problem was a realization that sex is for mortals, mm. and I am a god. Those kind of activities got me into trouble, and I came here to be a god. And he said, I didn't want to kill myself. That was just my response to the demons. They were doing their best to get me, but being alive solidified my thoughts. I'm alive, penis or no penis. Oh, That's true. Wow. That is true. You are alive, penis or no penis. This is what I wake up every morning and say. I'm going to put that on a t-shirt. And that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's what you wake up every morning and say, because you don't have one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm alive, penis or no penis. <laughs> But Every let morning. me tell you something. Okay. That really is my answer. What? I would cut off my penis if it would make me into a god. That's a good answer. Ryan, would you? Uh, no. What? No, absolutely Ryan. not. Ryan. No, I'm sorry. But, but a what's, god? What? A god. No, listen, because you're going to have followers as a god. Amazing. And I, don't, and I think these people on this mortal plane be would, would not be happy with a god with no penis. They'd be like, that he has no penis, how can we take him seriously? Do you think that the one They'll true all cut off their God, own penises? Do you think the one true God has a penis? He's got multiple. <laughs> For fingers. We don't appreciate <laughs> Hindus on this show. <laughs> it's we, hentai God. We only want <laughs> We only believe in hentai gods. Um anyway, my solicited advice unsolicited advice for this guy is that he did a real good job because I didn't know who he was and now I know who he is. So I think this is a really good career move. Yeah. I think this is a good idea. I think girls are lining up now. Yeah. You know? I yeah. mean, like, they're lining up to see this Frankenstein. There is a Hindu parable about Vishnu being born as Rama. And when he was, like, a teenager, he took all the women in the village to the mountain and multiplied himself oh. and slept with all of them. All the women of the village? And did he feel the it village all at the same time? Up, or was like, oh, yeah. And... I doubt it. I, I mean, think like, it's like a multiple were, man situation where yeah. like you aren't really in control of your other other persons. That's not fun. Well, I mean, honestly, if I was like multiple man, I would like want to experience it all at the same time. You can once they come back into your body. Can like you? he can run around. His other guys run around, and then when they come back, he like knows. Like hmm. if they went to doctor school, he went to doctor school after they come back and morph uh, back in okay. with him. I'm huh. a real big fan of uh, X Factor, <laughs> so I know a lot about multiple man. <laughs> Next news story. Last news story. Ricardo Newsy. Yes. One more story. One more story. I picked this one especially out for Ryan. Oh, thanks. I don't know. Is this the hot on the real estate market story? Yeah, yeah. Hot on the real estate. Okay, here we go. Buyers dying to live in haunted houses. If you think haunted houses are impossible to sell, then you're in for the fright of your life. There are buyers out there that think it's cool to own a home that may have ghosts. Real estate agent Cindy Hagley told ABC News 2020. Mm -hmm. Based in California, Hagley runs past life homes specializing in the selling of so-called stigmatized property, and that includes haunted houses. Hagley said plenty of houses for sale come with supposed tenants of the supernatural type who have allegedly lived there for hundreds of years. In some states, including California, realtors are required by law to tell buyers if the home purportedly has ghost inhabitants. 
Even after telling potential buyers that the house is haunted, Hagley said many are still interested. Some don't care. Some expect a huge discount, said Hagley. A Realtor.com survey found that 62% of Americans would consider buying a haunted house, while 35% think they've lived in a haunted house. <laughs> Is that what you thought I was going to say, was it? <laughs> That's a, that was a weird statistical question. Where it was like, <laughs> would you buy a haunted house? Or, or have you ever lived in a haunted house? <laughs> Pick one. Ryan, didn't you just do a tour of Los Angeles haunted houses? Or not haunted houses, scary movie houses or something? Um, recently, yes. I took myself on a tour of actual uh, locations in horror films like Prince of Darkness and Halloween. I guess they're not actually and, haunted. And Insidious, yeah. Do they claim to be haunted? Um, or they just claim to be scary no, they're looking? they're just scary houses. Three men and a yeah. baby. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Punky Brewster house. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, yeah, that's a good one. Haunted. Yeah. Punky Brewster was haunted? No. Because in Three Men and the Baby, do you guys not remember? Oh, I do remember that yeah. story now that you said that. The I thought you were just making the, a joke. The guy, the, the shape in, in the, the, window. Yeah, in the window. In the window. Um, how are those houses? Were they cool? You. Oh, those you. are yeah, those those houses yeah, those houses were those houses were cool. Yeah, no, it was neat. It was neat seeing like the Myers house and stuff like that. Oh, where is that? Uh it's in Pasadena. Does someone live there? Um, it is owned by a, like a real estate company or something. There's a couple offices in there. Ooh. Yeah, it's kind of broken up. It's very New Englandy, you know. Oh, like a... it's like a, like it looks like a little New England business, you know, because yeah. you know I'm like over in the East Coast, like you know they have like these quaint little colonial homes or whatever, and they're like owned. They have like their houses, you know, for uh, offices and stuff. Um, this is interesting though because I had a um, I lived in a, uh, a condo complex in Studio City, and. Um, uh, there was one Christmas where I had a neighbor, my neighbor came by, uh, and he was like, hey, Merry Christmas. I want to give you guys a heads up that I'm going to be heading out at some point for the holidays and stuff. And me and my ex were like, cool, cool. And, uh, and like two nights later, I was like packing up my own bags, getting ready to go back home, and I heard a giant crash, like a bang. And I was like, wow, that was a big thud. Was that an earthquake? What was that? And my ex was like, I don't know. Whatever. The next morning... Uh, my landlord who lived in the complex comes over and she knocks on the door and she's like, Hey, so just a heads up that, um, your neighbor committed suicide <gasps> and he hung himself Whoa. in the, in the closet. But he said he's leaving. Yes. He was oh, leaving. he was leaving. He was leaving. He was leaving this dimension. Yeah. And he hung himself in the closet. And that was like the, the heard, the sound I heard was like him banging, you know, that was it. Boom. Um, so my immediate thought, I, I mean, I kind of knew him like I knew him just from like, Hey, how's it going? Uh, but my immediate thought was, Holy crap. They're never going to be able to sell this apartment <laughs> or condo. What, what if like, my, like I thought, what if I made an arrangement with my landlord? Like I'll keep quiet about this place <laughs> and knock down my rent a little bit. No, you have to tell people that's what that article <laughs> said. I was really surprised about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to say your immediate thought was you you feel super guilty. You don't feel super guilty about not understanding what he's trying to tell you? <laughs> I didn't know. He seemed like a really happy-go-lucky guy. I mean, like, I would have run into like, him. He was like, I'm going out. <laughs> yeah. I'm like going. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. leaving. Hey. Leaving. I'm going Ryan, on a I'm leaving. permanent vacation. <laughs> How was your day? Just in case Could I... Could have been better. <laughs> Just in case I don't come back, you can have my CD collection. Oh, yeah, it's full of like, I don't know, incubus yeah. and stuff like that. Ooh. Oh, really? Better off dead. <laughs> oh. I'm just kidding. I don't know that guy. I'm sure he's lovely. <laughs> Our was. Incubus listens to this show. <laughs> Let the bodies hit the floor. Wait a minute, what? I don't think that's incubus. No, that's not incubus. That's uh. That's saliva. What? No, it's not saliva. Who is it? Puddle of mud? No. <laughs> 
<laughs> Can we just go through the gamut of uh, I'm just naming names. early 2000s like grunge rock and Puddle of metal? Mud? Was that a band? Yeah, it had two Ds in mud. Tunnel. No, Tunnel. Puddle. Puddle of Mud, yeah. Guys, I think I know my 90s. Tunnel of Love? Yeah, that's it. That was a good song. That's it. Um, all right. That was some good news stories, guys. We spent, we spent a lot of time on that. Um, we're going to move on to a part of the show <laughs> where... Um, I know you have a problem for us today, Ryan, but we're not ready to talk about it. First, we like to do our favorite part of the show where we ask you a quiz about stuff you don't know about, and it's a section of the show we call It's a Quiz. Oh, I thought that was the beginning. At the beginning. No. Oh. No. It's now. It's right now. She's doing the show backwards. No. Guys, I just want to say I love all the music. You want all the music? I love all the music. Oh, good. Thanks. That was done by uh, Chris Roeder. That was dot a, com. Remind me of like Ghosts and Goblins. Have yeah, you it's ever, pretty good, huh? Have you ever heard of the 80s smash hit cult horror film called... <laughs> now you're just trying to come up with music. You want you want something he hasn't heard of. Testosterone? Okay. No, there's... <laughs> he says no. You never heard of it? No, I've never heard of what testosterone. About, have you heard of... Memory monkey. Okay. <laughs> Ryan. That was a sci-fi original. Guys. Ryan, there is uh, something you didn't mention in the first part of the show. Yes. Um, and that was that your real name, your previously known name, was Ryan Rotten. <laughs> Ryan Rotten is dead. You don't go by that name anymore. I don't go by that but name But people anymore. do call you that sometimes. They go, oh, Ryan Rotten. And I'm like, who is that? And yeah. then I know it's oh, you. Oh, they go Rotten. You know? Yeah, Rotten. Yeah. Like oh, a mutual friend, rotten. Carrie Keegan, still calls me Rotten. That's uh, funny. I'm uh, on the Fox lot when I check in at the Fox lot. They still have me down as Ryan Rotten. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It was basically, it was a pen name that I wrote under at CreatureCorner.com because back in the day, um, we would sneak into test screenings out here in Los Angeles. Uh-huh. And... Um, we would put down our real names so we can get in, but then when we got out and we wrote up a review such as like House of a Thousand Corpses or Resident Evil, we wrote under Ryan Rotten. Oh, so that way they would know. So they wouldn't know who it was. Funny. But then if they just lined up Ryan Turek and Ryan Rotten, maybe they share the same first name. It was stupid logic. Oh, man. This is good info. Inside info. Well, if you're starting out, listeners, if you're starting out as a horror journalist, don't waste your time. Don't waste your <laughs> the, the, yeah, those names are silly now. I, I still run into people that are like, yeah, I'm Kevin I'm, Creepy. I'm Kevin Creepy McCreepinson. Yeah, Zane's Alephone. <laughs> what? Um, okay, anyway, your name was Ryan Rotten. Yeah. So I take it you know a lot about globsters, which are rotting, 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 get it? Carcasses that wash up on shores throughout the world. And this is a quiz about some of the best known globsters. Do you know about? Do you know what a globster is? I have never it's heard. Like of it. one of those, um, like, uh, like the Montauk monster, kind of like the raccoon that like washed up on shore, and everybody thought it was like a monster, yes. but it was just a bloated raccoon with no hair. Yes, yeah. it's exactly like that. This is a thing. They're called globsters, and they <laughs> they are just name. like pieces of chunks of hunks of meat of rotting carcasses that. Uh, wash up on shore and then people are like it's a nar- narwhal and like there's something and then they yeah. like want to whatever so Globster okay. wives Globsters Globster. so um, I'm going to ask you some questions about lobsters alright because that was the closest thing I could come with rotting that I thought was interesting <laughs> right. I like your themes the Stronce Beast Globster washed ashore in Scotland in 1808 it was 55 feet in length and seemed to be missing a tail it had three paws and bristles on its fins that glowed in the dark when wet. What did the the good scientists of Scotland identify this globster as? A. A shark. B. A manatee. C. A sea serpent. 
Uh, I'm going to go with B, a manatee. Sorry, that is incorrect. And they actually thought it was a sea serpent. Yeah, it was the 1800s. They thought it because they oh. they thought it was, of course, the Loch Ness monster. Not in the 1800s, Loch Ness guys. monster in Scotland. Wow. That's what they assumed it was. Interesting. The, the Stor- Stronsay beast. Or D, mm-hmm. a lobster. <laughs> a glob. Oh, globster. I see what you're saying. I see what you're doing there, Zane. Okay, number two. Trunco is the nickname of a globster spotted off the coast of South Africa in 1924. The creature had snowy white fur, an elephant-like trunk, and a lobster-like tail. A globster what, tail? A lobster. Lobster <laughs> tail, elephant trunk, snowy white fur. What had people seen, the, seen Trunco doing before he washed on shore? A. He was battling two killer whales. B. Water ballet. C. Having a drink with another carcass up the way. I want to go with A. That's correct. Yeah. That is correct. In 1924, I would have thought that. He's show. battling two killer whales. <laughs> well, we know you like to drink. Also, just so you guys know, his trunk was attached to his torso because there was no visible head on the carcass. Wow. He just goes straight to torso and then trunk covered in white fur. Wow. Where'd the fur come from? He's like the black dolly. They actually thought the fur might have been just like mold and grossness by the time that he got ashore. This is fascinating. These fucking like... photos are let real see, gross. By the way. I don't have any on here. Uh, but just look up Globster if you uh, look it up. Okay. Um, number three. In 1970, a whale carcass, just a regular whale, washed ashore, in, on the sh- washed ashore on the shore of Oregon. I'm bad at writing questions. The Oregon Highway Division decided to get rid of it in what unique fashion? You guys might remember this. A, holding an all-you-can-eat buffet of whale blubber. B, dragging it out with the use of oxen and burrows. C, Exploding it. Ah, uh, they exploded that. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Do you remember this? They blew it up. Yeah. <laughs> they thought the explosion would make it easier to break into small enough pieces for scavengers to pick up, thus giving it the nickname the exploding whale. Unfortunately, they used far too much dynamite and wh- dynamite and whale pieces went all over yeah. like miles away. Didn't they see tremors? I mean, don't you realize what happens when you blow something up that big? It's just like yeah, raining it's guts. Really gross. And there are really good photos of that yeah. online. That is a there is photos of the of the whale exploding, all sorts of great things. Did you see the video of the whale exploding just because of its uh, internal gases? Like they start, they had it up on shore, and then they start cutting into it, and all of a sudden it just went <sighs> like it just exploded sideways. It was just guts and fish and whatever. It but we so. know we grew up in East Texas, so we know that happens because if you leave a cow on the side of the road long enough, it gets real bloaty and big, and then it. Then it farts. And then it blows up. <laughs> it will blow up if you open it up. It'll like. I'm gonna leave a. I'm gonna leave a note on my my body. Okay. And um, when I leave it behind, if they have to do an autopsy on me, I'm gonna be like, watch out, I fart. Oh, that's good. Yeah. You just like just be kind of angry. I bet you can say, "Don't touch me," so I can fill with gases and explode. <laughs> there was that fill lady. That lady in New Orleans recently, who, in her will, she uh, she wanted. Her funeral wake to be her sitting, her corpse sitting in a lawn chair, and then with a cigarette in one end and a drink in another. I don't know if that was part was true. Hmm. I feel like you heard that in Comedy Bang Bang. I do think she was wearing sun sunglasses though, but she wanted to like basically be like stuffed. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I always get. I'm fascinated by those people that like want to like be put into basically action figure dioramas. Oh, who I mean, uh, wants that? Well, no, no, no. Who I mean, wants like, it? No, because when I was like, when I played G.I. Joe, I would like always create like a scene oh, and yeah. then I would like let that scene just sit for like a day and like uh-huh. imagine what happened. Uh-huh. But like there was like a guy 
who had his body propped up on a motorcycle and then like encased in glass and then they lowered him into the ground with him like riding his motorcycle you know and like that just sounds fucking expensive yeah that would be annoying it's to me as a relative because I'd be like oh so you need you want me to spend like three hundred thousand dollars putting you in yeah. like a glass will be his wife yeah decadent my favorite one anyone ever said was my dad always asks this question to people because he's morbid or he used to he doesn't anymore but he asked this guy who's mowing his lawn and the guy said what do you ask him he said what what do you want do you want to be buried or cremated oh, when yeah. you die? And the guy said, I want to be cremated and put into a douche <laughs> so I can go through one last time. That's a true story. I've heard that one. That's true. And that guy, that young man enjoyed sex. <laughs> it's true. One time I bailed that same young man out of jail because he was beating his girlfriend. Oh. I was about 16. I can't believe they let me bail someone out of jail at 16. Yeah. Especially someone who was beating his girlfriend. <laughs> but I bailed that guy to jail and I'm drove him home. Imagining, yeah, I've seen young pictures of you now. Now I'm imagining young punk rock Bria. Young punk rock Bria going to the to the yeah, jail. Going to jail. And then saying, like, I'm going to bail this guy out because my dad's not home. So <laughs> that's what I did. What did you use your... Your library working money? I don't know. It wasn't all that expensive. I remember being like, oh, it's like not expensive. It was if you like beat your wife. Bucks. It's only 60 bucks if your wife beat her to get bailed out? Jesus. I think she he, he didn't get caught in the act. She like just called the police. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind about what I was just going to say. <laughs> he just called the police and she called the police on him. And then by the time they got there, he, she was like, no, he didn't do it. But uh, then if that happens, they still arrest you. Because, yeah, they still. But like, I bet he did it. He did it. He did it. Yeah. She I'm called the, the judge, before. the jury, and the executioner. How yeah. do you guys want to be buried? How do you, do you want to be buried or cremated? <laughs> uh, I'm going to cut off my dick. Okay. Live forever. Okay. Yeah, he's going to become a god. That's right. That's right. You? I want to be cremated. Do you know, I have um, a friend who's a mortician. She does this show called Ask a Mortician. She has a new book. And she has a new book coming out called The Smoke Gets in Your Eyes. Oh, wow. Isn't that crazy? And it's like stories from working at a crematorium and um, as a mortician and stuff. And um, she told me that you can have your body turned into an ink and they can write a book with you. And I was like, maybe that's what I want. Who writes the book? Not you. I'm not letting you write that book. (laughs) I'm going to write a book. I'm going to let that guy who got turned into a god and cut his dick off write the book. I want him to just write raps about me for pages and pages. Called the Wu Tang book. The Wu Tang book. I um, when I lived in Northern Michigan, I used to work at this uh, banner company, and um, our lunch area uh, adjoined a funeral home. So during lunch, yeah. I'd be eating a sandwich, and then all of a sudden, I see the black smoke coming out from like the top of the building, and then like I'm like, oh, what is that? And they were like, yeah, that's they're burning bodies. They're cremating somebody today. Yeah, it's really weird. But then I was like, boy, there are there ashes falling onto my sandwich. And yeah, am I eating? You're those eating people? it for sure. There's like, and am most of the ashes and stuff like they they don't like get in. You yeah. don't have most of the body in like the urn or whatever you get. Wait a second, you worked in a banner place that shared. It was like a it was, yeah, it was like one of those big industrial parks. Uh, so like, I just imagine in a strip mall, it's like banner place. No crematorium. No, it was like a big subway. Type of thing. <laughs> it was like no? factory, like you know, crematorium, you know, funeral home, and then uh, you know, and then a banner else. place. Yeah. So you know a lot about fonts. Uh, no, I knew a lot about like banner sizing because they did the company I worked for. They did uh, banners for like NASCAR races and stuff. So those giant things. I was like, how could you create something that big? And then they took me into the section of the plant and these giant printers. 
that are humongous. So my first instinct was during the weekend when I had off, I went there and I went, um, excuse me, can you um, can you make a panner of uh, this uh, you know Leatherface coming through the doorway because I want I want to put it on the door. And it has to be door size. So I gave him the, the specs. I'm like, all right, my door is this big, and I want Leatherface standing in the doorway. Great. Nope. And do you still have Nerd. that? Oh, uh, <laughs> no. It got destroyed in my move. Oh. Uh, lost all your DVDs. I lost, lost my... Yeah, I lost the, the Leatherface door. My vintage door. T-shirts. Wow. Yeah. yeah, all gone. So you only have new T-shirts now. Only new T-shirts. How do you feel about that? I'm kind of sad about it, because mm. um, every day... The day goes by where I go, hey, I wonder what happened to that Alice Cooper shirt. Oh, right. It's gone. It's gone. Or, what do you mean destroyed? Did it, was there a fire? No, 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 no. When I, when I, when I broke up with my ex. Oh, you like, just left uh, stuff there. I left, well, she took stuff, too. She took so, your shirts? Yeah. Like, What'd I, she do I, with them? I had, a, I, had a, I had a reanimator shirt that was a promo from like 1985 or like oh. 1986 when it came out on VHS. And it was a hospital, like smock, like a doctor's shirt. Like, uh-huh. And it said reanimator. And on the back, it had the reagent in bright green. And it was what they gave video stores in the 80s as a oh. promo. Wow. And I had it. And I wore it. I was like, fuck it. I'll wear this. Um, and then, you know, some weird way, it just went missing in the move, guys. Wow. Mm. That girl took a lot of stuff. Where is she? Do you want me to call heart. her? Including my heart. Should we call her? Should we yeah. give her a call? No. She's probably oh, somewhere. Oh, God, no. <laughs> She's probably somewhere. I have somewhere. some things to say to you, man. Um, <laughs> you know, I think it's time uh, we move on from the quiz <laughs> and whatever else we're talking about. Hey, I did all right. I got three out of uh, two out you of three. You got two out of three, so yeah, that means so we're going to answer the problem that you came here today Thank in you. the last part of the se- show, which we call Talk to the Guest. Yeah. Talk to the Guest. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. Why did you cut it off? I don't know. Because you were talking. I didn't do it. Ricardo. Ricardo. He said, oops. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen, ever seen Cellar Dweller? Oh, Jesus. Uh, no, I've never seen that. <laughs> Have you ever seen Mr. Giggles, the prequel to Dr. Giggles? No, it's not <laughs> a thing. Mr. Giggles. You know, Unless you're talking before, Unless you're, you're talking are you saying he was born a doctor? <laughs> 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 he had to go to medical Unless school at some point. Was the, was the uh, wait a minute, was the uh, Dark Horse comic uh, a prequel? Wow. Was it called Mr. Giggles? No, it wasn't called Mr. Giggles. It was called Dr. Giggles, but I think... Was I he think in med might, school at that point? When did that come out? That I, came out around the time Dr. Giggles came out. It was I, like sincerely a, I, I sincerely doubt that he started killing people before he went to med school. I don't know why I think that. I don't yeah. really remember the movie. You think movie. he was inspired by the darkness that is the medical arts? I do think <laughs> the so. Medical I think arts. he touched a scalpel and he was like, whoa. You know what I could do He's with like, this. <laughs> Isn't that a big part of it? Yeah. I've actually never seen Dr. Goggles. 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 Goggles, right? Goggles. Um, right. Uh, you're not here to talk about... Um, globsters. Glob- well, we are here all to talk <laughs> about globsters. We're always ready to talk about globsters. Or what movies you haven't seen. You're here to talk about a problem that you're having that you want the good folks at Mystic Party to solve. Yeah, guys. Yeah, Listen, let so, us help you. So, um, before I moved into the place that I used to live in, before I moved into the place that I'm at now, I used to live in this like weird little like two story Victorian home oh. down over on uh, on uh, Santa Monica Boulevard. Been there, and it was Cheryl Crow, and it has a history. Cheryl Crow's house. It was it has a history, 
And I did a little digging, and Aleister Crowley used to party there. Oh. Uh, not Aleister Crowley. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Anton LaVey. I'm getting my kooks mixed up. Who is that? Anton LaVey. He Founder was the head of the churches. Of the church, of yeah. church of what? Satan? Yeah, we okay. put a documentary on yeah. our Mystic Party Facebook page. Check it out. Yeah. Okay. So it was really weird. So I had a bunch of weird circumstances happen there. Like my neighbors told me that there was a pentagram under the original floorboards of my house. It was really weird. Mm. Uh, there was an urn in there. So my ceiling collapsed. All this weirdness happened. So I was like, I got to get out of here. But before I leave, let me, I want to take like a little trinket with me. And I went down to the sure. basement and they're like, uh, the, the maintenance guy like found like this wall and had all these old paintings and all this mm-hmm. stuff. But I found like this cool Jack in the Box thing. Oh, a Jack in the Box. Yeah. Like this yeah. little, you know, crank, turn a crank. An old one or a new one? Like one from the 90s, 70s? It what looks year? like 80s. 80s? Yeah. Good, good year for a Jack in the Box. Yeah. It was like good an 80s one. Decade. Um, yeah. So I like, found that and I was like, well, I could take the urn, but I was like, eh. What was in there? Nothing? Um, I didn't look. Nothing. Oh, <laughs> didn't you don't look. know. Could have been full of ashes. Could have been full of spiders. Well, you know, well, Could have been... F- yeah. Full of goo. So I was just like, well, what seems... Globsters. Globsters. There's some full of globsters in there. Uh, yeah. So I took the jacket box. I was like, this is really cool. And plus, maybe I could sell it on eBay. Yeah. So, um, you know, and then, of course, a bunch of people told me, you know, don't take anything from that house because bad mojo will happen. Sure. And I was yeah. like, well, I didn't take the urn. Yeah. I didn't take any of the paintings because what if they, like, rot and, like, set my house on fire? My paintings place. are at the root of every Jala movie. Yeah. yeah. Or what if the eyes start following you as you walk around the room? Right. Yeah. Something like, weird. <laughs> but, um, you know, so, like, I, 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 you know, I found, it like, a little nice little spot on my shelf. And uh, since then, nothing but good things are happening. Oh. And I'm a little weirded out about it because, so it started with, like, you know, at first, like I, I you know, I, I won something. I like won like a DVD contest. I was like, oh, oh right. yeah. Like but I was like, well, I, I, but you didn't like DVDs. Things I no. Yeah. Th- these are things I was looking back on and going, wow, these are good things to happen. Yeah. But it's really weird because I was like having some coffee and I accidentally like I dropped my mug. Oh yeah. And then the mug stopped in midair and then got placed right back on the Ooh. table. That is a good thing. And not a drop was spilt. Wow. It's very weird. Always arise before the fall. Yeah, mm. and but then um, yeah, other weird things have happened. Like I've avoided car accidents. Mm-hmm. Um, my dog, uh, uh, you know, he uh, he was. We were up on like Mulholland Drive over at like Runyon and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and he started slipping. And I noticed like his tail got picked up, and he got placed right back on the trail. Wow, it's <laughs> really weird. right? That is really weird. That so, is not normal at all. <laughs> no, it's not. His tail got. Picked up. It looks like someone, like literally in in you know, someone invisible picked him, picked up, him up and placed him back down oh, on the thing. Back down. Okay, okay. But there's weird shit happening. I mean, it has to have to do. It might have to do with this Anton Lavey thing, right? It could be one of two things, or is something nice. Uh, maybe three. Free has got one. I got a few. Go ahead. To my knowledge, it could be the Jack in the Box. Did you wind the Jack in the Box up? Oh yeah, I did it. Yeah, you opened yeah, it up. It I came out and went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, anything I bring home, like my dog's gonna inspect it, uh-huh. and then like you know he's never seen anything, so I was like crank, 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 and I was like wait for it, wait mm-hmm. for it, and then like he was sitting there sniffing it, and then Jack in the Box came out and then he freaked out and ran down the hallway, and, and then... did a bunch of dust fly out. It did. Okay, just yeah. wondering. Go yeah, ahead. No, 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 it was old. Okay, so it could be a Jack in the Box. Go. Two. The Jack in the Box might be unrelated. I don't want to discount it because of all the history. Could just be an invisible man just taking the liking to you. <laughs> he yeah. stands around. He picks up your coffee cups. He grabs your dog. He watches you shower. But, <laughs> but he's preventing the good things from you know. He's preventing he bad things your, from happening. Yeah, he likes that's you. He like really is into you. Yeah. That's good to know. Okay, those are good options. Those are good options. 
Um, let me ask you a question. Were you, would you consider yourself a lucky person before you found said Jack in the Box? No. No. Like, did bad stuff happen to you? Well, yeah. Like, the kitchen ceiling collapsed in my whole place. Right. You said you that. Know? That's not good. Uh, let's see. I've always had car troubles. Have, mm. have you ever dated someone and then during a breakup you've lost <laughs> a lot of your stuff? Like, let's say old <laughs> vintage happens. t-shirts. That happens. Oh, oh. Would you consider it a good thing, like, when you're, like, in the heat of the moment? Like, I had a lady over, like, last week, oh. and then, like, all of a sudden, like, she was like, Climaxing. get that protection. And then I was like, shit, I don't have any. And then suddenly there it was. Like, oh. Had, like, it was there. Oh, so it sounds like. So helpful. Sounds like the invisible man. Once you did not get a girl pregnant. Not It might not be an invisible man. <sighs> Maybe he's just looking out for me. Could be. But this all does sound like really good stuff. And it sounds like. So it all started around the time the Jack in the Box the Jack appeared. In the, no, absolutely. Wow-y. I truly believe that the Jack in the Box and its presence in my life has been, been very a- instrumental. Things have been going great at work. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's I great. I mean, obviously, I mean, told you all the great things that are happening, and, uh, you know, I got a raise, you yeah. know? But, I mean, like, that's not just, well, they never give raises, so. Right. People are calling you the Don Draper of horror. <laughs> Everything great is happening. Wow. Okay. You know, we have some opinions about this, but um, our phone lines are just blowing up. People are calling in, wanting oh. to talk with you. So, maybe we should take a phone call. It's a common problem. Caller, you there? Hey, Mr. Cardi, this is Gil, and uh, hey, Gil. he has trouble with that jack-in-the-box. Yeah. Yeah, that jack-in-the-box, man, it drives people insane, man. But mm. I had that same problem, but how I figured mine out, you got to turn it upside down, beat oh. it on the side three times, shake it up once, flip it back over, <laughs> spin it twice, yeah. and wind writing this down? And there's your problem. Fixed. Done. Well... But Gil, 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 Gil. oh, Gil, we Gil. don't necessarily want this to Jack in the Box to go away. Yeah, I mean, I like my good fortune. Are. Yeah, it sounds like a pretty good good thing that's happening. Period. But so it, whatever you do, don't hang it upside down. Hit it on the side <laughs> three times, spin it around, and whatever else. You shake said. it out. Not quite yet. I think that the one thing people don't know about a cursed Jack in the Box is, you know, like the toy itself, it's a lot of fun when you hear the music. You're um. turning the crank. Good things are happening. Mm-hmm. But when <laughs> Jack in the Box comes out, you might pee your pants. So you're what so you're scared. S- what you're saying is that Ryan, all these good things are happening, building up, building up to something really super bad. You know, if you all, goodwill. if you've only ever experienced bad things, it's really hard to curse you. Yeah, that's true. It's like, I've been a Job my whole life. Mm-hmm. I got leprosy. Mm-hmm. I boils. Got, I got boils. My kids are... Dead. I don't know what happened to them. Could be dead. Yeah. You don't know what happened to my kids. That's right. I have a hundred of them. <laughs> I don't know what happened to your kids, <laughs> and I also don't know what happened to Job. <laughs> but, yeah. So, you know, if that was your whole life, so what? Jack in the Box made your ceiling fall down. So you think that only good thing? Oh. Wait, wait, wait. Wait a minute. Are you saying that the Jack in the Box was responsible for all the hauntings and crazy shit at my house? But then once I relocated, no, 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 no. 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 I'm saying good thing happened. A good thing happened. Okay. A good thing happened. It's a pattern, just like a Jack in the Box. Yeah. You're like, it's a song. It's a song. It's a song. Oh no, it's scary. And then something uh, bad so is going to happen, Ryan. I need to reinforce myself and get ready. And you need like, to get ready like with an earthquake. Have a preparedness kit. Yeah, you need to get some sage, burn it in your house. Maybe grab a shaman or two. But milk it as long as you can. Yeah, because I mean, I hope you've been. You All may right. want to go and play the lottery. You know what I'm play saying? The play um, the lottery. And by that, I mean ask as many women as you can to sleep with you. Perfect. <laughs> That's what play the lottery. Unprotected man. sex for everyone because nothing's gonna. 
happen. Um, right. We got some more callers who are interested in, in chatting with you. Let's see what else, what other advice we can get from our callers. Turn Hello, upside. Mystic Party. Uh, first time oh, caller, long time listener. Um, you know, I found a cursed jack in a box once. It was, oh. it was really weird. It was like they actually used real meat. So I knew that there's something strange, you know, a certain sense of foreboding. And uh, it was great. It was like this sautéed meat. It was delectable. Um, it wasn't that sort of meat paste alternative that they put in the 99-cent tacos. Yeah. Um, it's just, it was scary. I was scared. I'm not going to lie. I was, it was terrifying, you know, because I'm used to that sort of, the salad that no one else wants, the like salad leavings that they would put in there and call it salad. It's not even green. It's kind of white. Here was like oh. some sort of romaine kind right. of lettuce thing. I knew it was cursed. Only a curse could do that, you uh. know? Mm-hmm. Hey, Mystic Party, thanks so much for being there and doing what you do and just <laughs> holding a light up to the dark places, guys. Uh, if I could be real for a moment, you guys are just the best. Thank you, guys. Best. Thanks. Listen, our sponsor, Whataburger, is going to be really mad about I that. I think he was a little confused. <laughs> I don't I know if he was, because I think it's the same thing. I think okay. that... Uh, yeah. It's a metaphor. It's an a- analogy. Find, analogy. It's, a, it's, a, it's a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> he used the Jack in the Box restaurant. That was a true story. Uh-huh. Yeah. As a metaphor for Jack in the Box. It's a true story that he got a sandwich? <laughs> it's a true story that he got the sandwich. It's analogous Perhaps. Uh-huh. It's, a, it's analogous. It's just a yeah. coincidence they're both called Jack in the Box, sure. Yeah. Okay. But it's analogous in that, yeah, so he went there. Oh, wow. Like, he went to a cursed Jack in the Box. He got a <laughs> he got a good sandwich. Real meat. Not like those 99-cent tacos. Uh-uh. He didn't get the salad leavings. Uh-uh. He got real romaine lettuce. It's not just that white stuff. <laughs> and then, and then... Next time he goes back, boom, he's got diarrhea for a month because oh. he, he mm. ate grade F beef. Yeah. Yeah. Do you so. eat fast food? Uh, I try not to. You ate at McDonald's. I just had it in and out not too long ago. You do eat at McDonald's on the way back from the horror camp out. I did. <laughs> how do you know that? How do you know that? Zane is the invisible man who's following you. <laughs> I have a cloak. How did you know that, Zane? I have a cloak. It's not Instagram. You do. An invisible man cloak. Well, maybe you talk to Clark. Talk to. I've never met Clark. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I do. I do have a weakness for fast food, but it's mostly McDonald's breakfast. Okay, so good. So you're not going to get diarrhea from eating there. That's not going to be the bad thing. I haven't eaten Jack in a Box in forever. Okay. Okay. So that's good. Especially since I learned like that the stuff that they make their milkshakes with is uh, applies to McDonald's. It's the same shit that they use for special effects sometimes. <gasps> really? Like the the what they well, I don't know if it's still st- ha- stand, but the the blob remake. I just found out the director was like, yeah, we found out that like the stuff that they mix the blob with is the same stuff they mix the milkshakes with for thickening. Yeah. Ugh, the face I'm making right now is yeah. so disgusting. Yeah. Well, to be fair, okay, tapioca's a thickener. Mm, that's, that's true, true. but people don't use tapioca in special effects, do they? It's kind of expensive. I don't know. Mm. Corn starch is a thickener. That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, Could be a corn starch um, Were you were you working the McDonald's counter when I was? Uh, you know, were you in disguise? Were you're you the never girl? gonna know. It's like <laughs> we dressed as a seventeen-year-old girl with pimples, serving out McDonald's. Who <laughs> was like weird, really weirded out because during the Great Horror Camp, I got all bloody. And we just pulled up to the drive-through and like we just had our faces coated in blood and weird blue gore yeah. and shit. And she oh. was like, Clark was like, yeah. So we just got done with this thing. She's like, 
It's okay, I know. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> she wasn't even gonna call the cops or anything. Wait, she did know? Like she knew? Like she just kind of was like, "It's okay, I know." Oh, I'm like, oh, all right. I here. Let me just tell you one little side note about the horror camp out. That is my worst nightmare. That is like sounds like the worst <laughs> thing I could possibly imagine in my entire life. I'm already scared to sleep at my house by myself, much less going into a place where I know there's purposely going to scare or me. Or sharing a tent. That's also, next I hate to... fucking camping. No, oh. fuck camping. Jeez. That's why we have indoor bathrooms. We invented them so we don't have to do camping. Oh. Whatever. Okay, that's my... Back that's, your roots. That's my life story. Guys. Who's roots? What's going... How old am, how old am I? <laughs> Those are my roots. I'm sorry. Great, we're ba- we're talking about Jack in the Box. I'm trying to figure out this Jack in the Box. Okay, 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 okay. So good stuff has been happening to you. You haven't played the lottery yet. No, I haven't yet. Just because I'm not a lottery guy. There is but. like a... Do you remember the episode of Lost in which, you know, Harley was... All this good stuff was happening to him. And then he really needed money. So I went and played the lottery. But every time something good happened to him something bad would happen like it was like the universe had to like even out so they played the lottery and then something really bad like someone close to him died mm. how did that resolve and uh then... he went to an island and it turns out that they were in like a purgatory do you think you're in a purgatory oh shit am i no i have a question well though. i was gonna say i don't know there's like a lot of like a little instances okay like you know like the guy who Maybe somebody was paying. Maybe my neighbor was paying it for. Like the other day, I got like Ty. The Ty guy came up. It's my usual place, and he was like, "Don't worry, we got this. It's free." Ooh. And I was like, "Really, Ryan? This is such a good Jack in the Box." I'm really thrilled. I was really what a great Jack in the about Box. The tie. Do you keep, are you keeping the Jack in the Box somewhere safe right now? Um, is it's it on just the like shelf sitting on your fridge? To, you no, know, it's just sitting on a shelf next to some horror stuff. You know? Okay, but it's not like it couldn't get destroyed anytime soon. No, no, no. Your it's, dog's not gonna pick it up and no, throw it. No, it's. Fine. I'm gonna give you a card. For this woman, and she has a very strong sense of auras. Mm. She could probably see if the Jack and Box is still blue aura. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have a, a longer run of good, good luck. Yeah. Yeah. It's starting to get purple. Yeah, maybe if it's it a little red. sour. You might be getting some rotten meat there. Lobster. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. You, you and yeah, <laughs> once you're like pink. You better get rid of it. Mm-hmm. And red. Well, is there like too a late. is there like is a like a thermometer for this kind of stuff? That's the aura one. It's a lady. Well, yeah. I don't want like her hanging out in my house all the time. Oh, right. but you should. She's lovely. Is she hot? You, she's so nice. She's, no, she older. She's not hot. No, she's <laughs> she's, a, she's an old hag. Oh. She is an you know, old old hag. But she right. loves horror movies. You guys will bond over that. All right, all right. You know, she always brings her own sagebrush and her loves own super food. long skirts. <laughs> loves fast food. She does love them? Egg McMuffins. Every excellent. Morning. Excellent. Mm-hmm. I, have to take them to her, and boy, do her farts stink. <laughs> <laughs> Same takes her ones every single day. And when she dies, her it's farts are going to be even, even worse. the worst. Gosh. We've had some really clean shows, and this one has not even gotten that dirty. But no. our last, last few shows haven't even been that dirty mm. for us. Oh. Um, Ryan, I mean, I just don't understand. I just think you sh- need to play this thing out. I know, but like it's as such a, a good guy, deal. Also, I was also anticipating. I was like, oh, when's the this must be the calm before the storm? When this bad shit can I happen? So you were waiting for it. I'm because, kind of waiting for it. Well, let me but ask Zane's you a question. But telling me straight up that this is going to happen. I'm like, well, maybe I disagree with him. Maybe I think you know you watched one too many horror movies. Maybe you can just have the happy ending. Mm. Maybe you should watch yourself a little rom com. You know what I'm saying? A little mm-hmm. rom com where good shit starts happening and just keeps right on happening. Which fast food restaurant would that be? <laughs> I would say a rom com. I would compare to uh, like a Chipotle. Oh, wow. yeah, where it's like you know a little easy going. You get little to pick your own rice. toppings, and the calories are far more than you think it's going to be. 
Okay. Yeah. Cool. Don't cool. know what those were metaphors for. Yeah. Um, but romantic comedies bum me out because there's always that one third like moment between the second and third act when things get really low. I know. You know what I always am bummed out for in romantic comedies? Whoever they're with at the very beginning. Because that person is always going to be the one they're like, and he was terrible, but now I found my true love. Yeah. But the person yeah. at the beginning, like, he always gets the shaft. Yeah. You know what you should do is they're... It's like, and romantic comedies can bum you out because they do get sort of disappointing in the second act. I feel the same way about rape revenge movies. <laughs> so I usually just watch like the first act and just, okay, that's good. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. We'll just that, move on from I don't that. Do that. <laughs> that was just a but joke. What if there was like that a, was a humor joke. I don't know if I can name like, more than one or, one or two rape revenge movies. Just oh, I bet Ryan Turk can name. Uh, I spit on your grave. That's one. the only one I can name. That <laughs> is one. Um, recently, there was Maleficent. Two. What? Uh, <laughs> Maleficent Ma- is a rape revenge, rape revenge movie. I saw Maleficent, and there is no rape in that movie. No, there's no rape, but it's all a, a metaphor. Oh. When he, when he st- strips her of her wings, and she wakes up, and she's like crying. That's like the morning after rape. Wow. I didn't You just made that that movie movie really dark. It's a Disney movie. And then she goes on like a tear. She like goes on Which was deserved. Yeah. Revenge. Um, Yeah. Um, Let me see what else. Uh, I spit on your grave part two. Oh. That counts. That counts. That counts. Uh, Miss 45. Oh, yeah. That is one. Four. That is one. I'm trying to think of something new ish. Death Wish 2. (laughs) Death Wish 2. That's right. Really? Yeah. The daughter. Oh. That's right, because then the daughter and the mother. No, what if they turn I spit in your this grave? Is the first I spit in your grave into a romantic comedy. That's a good one. That is something I never want to see. So, can I tell you a story about I want to spit on your grave? I mean, I'll spit on. What is it? I spit on your. Grave. I spit on your grave. The remake. Oh, have uh, I ever told you the oh, story? Last house on the left, by the way. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, so I was auditioning for I spit on your grave. Oh, um, the remake. Yeah. I auditioned for it to be the lead. This probably. Would you have actually? Even, I don't know. That was you, like. If you did it, would you have actually like enjoyed that experience? I don't know. I don't know if I would have been able to take it either. I don't know. I should probably not have auditioned for it. Um, I'm glad you didn't. Yeah. But I was auditioning for it, and I was in the room, and there was a guy in the waiting room, and you know, there's a character in the movie who is mentally handicapped. Uh-huh. And the guy in the waiting room was like freaking out because he was late, and he was mentally handicapped. And he was like waiting for the go in to talk to the casting director, and then he like went in. And, and he was like, I'm sorry, I'm late. But he was, like, talking. And he was, like, very clearly mentally handicapped. And I was like, holy shit, if this guy gets this role, he's not going to understand what's going on. He's going to, or, I mean, I don't want to say that he doesn't because that's also me. And, and, like, I was, like, I just, like, was totally freaked out. And I could tell the casting director was really freaked out. He left. He comes back a few minutes later. Totally normal. Clearly was not mentally handicapped. Was putting on an act in the waiting room. And no. he's like, hey, um, can I read for a different role? Oh, my God. And they were like, no. <laughs> they like, said no sir oh. you were tricking like, all of us and it made us all really uncomfortable because they can't hire a mentally handicapped person to play yeah. a mentally handicapped person which maybe is a union issue I don't know if they should be or <laughs> shouldn't be of- but if you have a rape movie you probably shouldn't yeah. anyway like the only thing more story. offensive possibly than the film I spit on your grave is a guy pretending to be mentally handicapped <laughs> <laughs> to be in that film. Going right. full retard. Going, in he goes audition. in the waiting room at um, Cat's casting. 
<laughs> in Hollywood. I, anyway, uh, there was a movie that I worked at. It's such a weird, small world, like all the casting and auditioning world thing. I worked on a movie, and uh, I was the director was like, "Please sit out in the waiting room and just hang out, and also just kind of get a lay of the land of who's coming in. Like, give me a heads up. Let me know yeah. if anybody you should be looking out for." And I remember sitting there, and I'm like, "Wait for what movie?" Um, Jeepers Creepers two. Okay. And uh, so I was like, JC two, JC two. So um, I was like, all right, I'm just gonna hang out here. And it was so funny because I was like just a young horror nerd, and I was like reading Fangoria, and like like the guy from like Nightmare on Elm Street four came through, and I was like, oh shit, you should be looking out for this guy. <laughs> but I remember five or six years later, there is the there was somebody, guy? huh? The Karate Guy. The Karate Guy? Yeah, the Karate Guy. Exactly. Oh. Andres Shaz or something. I don't know. I was like, he, um, and five years later, anyway, so like, I was like talking to some actor, and they're like, wait a minute, I know you from somewhere. And I was like, eh. and they're like, you were that weird dude sitting in the audition uh. room that everybody was trying to figure out who you were because you weren't going into audition. Yeah, that's You were just weird. sitting there reading. And, I wouldn't like that. Yeah, they were like, we we were like, all the actors were trying to, you like got up to go get water and you're like, who the hell is this guy? Yeah. I was like, oh, you guys. I would assume you were a producer were like, oh, or something and you were yeah. like, st- like staking out to see who was like behaving. Yeah. Behaving? Um, <laughs> wait. So we're it, talking about Jack in the Boxes over here, and yeah. I, we've gotten so off, so off topic. Jason. So let me ask you a really important question. Well, is there a spirit tied to it? I mean, why are my seeing things? Oh, that's what I want to know. Oh, because you are because you're seeing like invisible ghost hands, well, essentially. Things essentially. like picking things up. Yeah. Look, did it come with a spirit? It sounds a little bit like a poltergeist to me. It sounds poltergeisty, but you know, occasionally, on a very rare occasion, you get a do-gooder poltergeist, which is what I was going to say as in opposition to Zane is that. Maybe it's just a poltergeist who's decided to cross over, mm. decided to do a little work on the non-satanic side to you know make oh, good. Nice. And maybe as long as he's in that jack in the box, as long as you don't turn it over, hit it on its side, <laughs> and flip it around, um, you're gonna be okay. Just keep that jack in the box in a real safe place. Because my uh, only concern is that if that jack in the box gets damaged, that poltergeist could get real fucking pissed, real, real quick. Mm. Right. Bring out the scourge of Satan upon you. I agree. All right. I thought I you disagreed, agree. but I'll, that's okay. What was my point of view? You wanted to. You said it was something bad was going to happen something, to him, but yeah. just agree with me. Just agree with me. Oh yeah, something bad's going to happen to you. So there's nothing you can do about it. I'm going to throw a water bottle at your face right now and right. see if it stops. Do it. <clears throat> oh, it stopped right in the middle of the air. There it is. Whoa. See, it told guys, you guys. This poltergeist. Oh look, he's crushing it up. He oh, he's so throwing strong. it. He's throwing it in the recycle bin. <laughs> Wow. See this guy? I'm telling hey, you. Hey, thanks, Mr. Geist. That's so <laughs> nice Mr. of you. Geist. We're so sweet. He's green. He is? He's, he's green? He's thinking green. Well, no, oh, he's I green see what you're saying. Thinking. He's yeah. not like the color green. Because <laughs> that would mean he's very jealous. Um, <laughs> Ryan, right. I feel like we just did a great job of solving your problem. I think so, too. So. I just, and I was wondering if I could come over sometime and maybe bring my lotto tickets. Sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, work on some of my major audition roles. Um, I'm a good know. reader. I can read against yeah, you. Yeah, any well. any sort of thing that I need luck on. I was yeah. wondering if I could do one of those. Box a few turns. Yeah, maybe turn that box a few times. Right. See if Rank I can get it. my own guys to All follow right. me around. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm. I think I'm gonna keep it safe and I'm gonna be nice to it, but I'm gonna be very cautious. Yeah, mm. put it in a glass box maybe. Mm. And then, like that guy, get buried in a motorcycle. Well, just in the event that Zane said, put it in a glass happen. box like the Annabelle. Oh. That really stopped her from coming out. Nope. No, it didn't. They made a whole movie about it. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> they 
Um, well, thanks for coming on, Ryan. Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. I really appreciate it. it we, was... we, we love having you on. Yeah. You're a super fun guest. Um, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me uh, always writing at shocktillydrop.com, but you can also find me on the Twitters at underscore Ryan Turek, mm-hmm. or you can find me on my Facebook page. Who has Ryan Turek? I don't know, some, some random asshole. guy. Some Fuck. random guy. And... and the funny thing is, is I had control of Ryan Turek, and then I stopped tweeting. I was like, ah, F Twitter. And then I took myself off and discontinued the account, and some guy got it. And I was like, all right. Wish I had known to get it, and then I would have just fake tweeted. Yeah, all just the like, time. You know, then you would have gotten, it, like, what do you call it? Uh, authenticated or. Convenient. Yeah, I would have. I would have. Um, and then you can find me on Facebook, Ryan Turek. Dot horror. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, that's my what new. What do you mean, dot horror? Well, because I created a page. Uh, because um, I don't want my personal page used for that kind of stuff. I understand. Yeah. Your per page. Per page. Yeah. Um, Mystic Party is on Facebook. Please check us out. Also, like, subscribe. Write us a really great review about what you do with the Jack in the Box if you found it and it's doing really nice things for you. Please, uh, yeah, like, subscribe. It super helps us. I'm at Bria Grant on Twitter. Zane is at Zane Grant. Zane, you got any parting words? Um. Yeah, go to iTunes, please. Go to iTunes. Please, for the love of God, subscribe. Like, subscribe, and like, subscribe to Ryan's podcast as well. The, the Bloodcast. And I got one the more. The Bloodcast. I got one more thing. Okay. What's grosser than gross? <laughs> what? Lobsters. When you're going down on a Yeti and it throws up a fish. <laughs> <laughs> think we can play the theme music. Thanks for listening to the Mystic Party. And I was like, what? And I didn't write anything back. And then I was like, is it? And I wrote that. Hi, guys. Do you like drinking wine but feel like you know nothing about it? Do you like to complain and then soothe your woes with wine? Because if you do, we have a solution for you. Hi, I'm Sean Buckholt. I'm Ellen Clifford. And we host The Wine Situation. That's wine with an H. Every week, a funny person wines to us, and we get them smashed up, drunk, booze, liquored. Yeah, it's kind of like Drunk History meets Wine for the Dummies book. Right, we give them a wine education. Yeah, it's like a boozy study hall. Right, so for instance, Brian Sophie, he had problems with people who hated Real Housewives, so we paired that with a Finger Lakes, or is it Fingering Lakes, rosé. Yeah, and Charlie Sanders and Camille Knox wanted to whine about people who whine on L.A., so we brought them a wine made in downtown Los Angeles. You'll see how it works. So if you want to laugh and learn about wine, check us out, boardwalkaudio.com slash the wine situation. Always wine with an H. And anywhere you get your podcast. iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, <laughs> Outer iTunes. Space, all over. So uh, pour a glass and tune in, guys. Cheers. Cheers. I just drink wine. United States government. It is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.